God bless America. Just want to throw that out there. Feeling pretty proud to be an American right about now. And this spaceship is prepared for blast off in five, four, three, two, one. Top of the morning, folks. Good afternoon and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Ham Planet Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Ham. And um, if you're new to the podcast, appreciate you tuning in. Take your coat off, kick your shoes off, grab your favorite bottle of scotch, and uh, stick around for a while. Because uh, we've got a legendary episode on tap today, ladies and gents. We have a great friend of mine. We have a proud American, a proud combat veteran, a proud Baylor University graduate, and of course, a very proud rugby warrior, Mr. Pete Jimenez, aka the Combat Doc, aka Brother PJ. PJ, how we doing, brother? Hey, brother. Good to be on. Good to see you. Good to fucking talk to everybody. I just want to tell you I miss you, brother. It's uh, It's been too long. Brother, you know I miss you. Tex- Texas misses you. Brother, the entire Texas. state. God, but you have no idea how much I miss the entire great, great state of Texas. Really is a great state. It is, brother. It is. Where else can you just walk around with a 38 on your hip, you know, like Billy Badass and not a, not a care in the world. Just really walk in a saloon and get a mm-hmm. get a nice cold get a good old drink. I'll tell you where you can't do that, brother. Can't do it in Florida. Can't do it here. Unfortunate, brother. You know, it uh, is, my friend, it is. Elon Musk and Tesla are building a huge factory here now. Yeah, brother. I hear. I hear uh, California's lost that uh, lost that national treasure they call Elon, and uh, he's going to good old Tejas. You know, amen, amen to that man. It's going to be great for their business. Hey, it's yeah, an the insane. Texas, Texas economy is going to be going to be booming. And oh, hopefully, yeah. give it give it five to ten years, we'll be back. We'll me and the family head back over there. We're doing a temporary furlough here in uh, you know here in. Florida, brother. Nothing uh, wrong with that. Yeah, brother. We call it. We'll call it a summer vacation. Just a long summer vacation. Yeah, summer vacation by the beach, stacking up dough, coming back to the Lone Star State. By the beach, Florida. By the beach, Florida. Couldn't have said it better myself, brother. Well, brother PJ. You know I want to get into it because you know how proud I am of all of my friends that serve, and you know that I've always been a big advocate for oh brother the biggest veterans the biggest for the United States Armed Forces for I've got a lot of buddies who you know I went to. Culver military. A lot of those guys mm-hmm. are servants, still serve, have served, and oh, brother, I knew it right off the bat. So we, I mean, we clicked, brother. The minute we met each other, I mean, we were, I mean, damn near inseparable. So 
I knew I saw something in you that you got you a know, point, brother. You, you, brother, you could have been right there with me. So it's just, you know, you see that kindred spirit in another brother, and you automatically know that, you know, that this brother will go to war with you. And I mean, every fucking Appreciate time we're out that, that pitch, brother, every time we're on that pitch, brother, you put your fucking body out there. You know, I always knew, you know, rugby's a war in its own. Brother, it is. It is a war in itself. No guns, no guns, but it's it's intense. Brother, you're putting your body out there. Putting your body out there every Saturday for your you know, for your brother to your right, for your brother to your left. You know. You you know, you fucking sacrifice and you see you sacrifice, you train, everything fucking gym, training, everything together as a family, as a unit, and you know, that's how you realize, yeah, it's a wolf back, brother. And that's how you know who your brothers are. You know, you know, who, you know the guys that show up. You know the guys that are there every day putting in the work, putting the sweat, putting the, you know, the tears and the blood. And, brother, that was you. That was, that was us, brother. You know, every fucking day. Absolutely was us. We, we had a hell of a squad and just great chemistry, great camaraderie. And that's, that's, that's the most important thing. Yeah. Yep. You don't find that. By uh, far. You know, Mason, after, uh, I remember after you left, brother, that was, that was Mason's biggest, uh, biggest, what, how do you say? He, he harped on that a lot, a lot that we lost, you know, we lost uh, something special when you left, brother, when you moved on. And uh, it's hard. It's, it was hard to build that back, brother. It, it takes a lot of time. It takes a special somebody to get the team together like that. To, you know, motivate the team to bring that team. You need a you need an alpha. You need a wolf pack leader, brother. You're that leader, and it takes a it's a big big shatter to fill, brother. So, brother, I appreciate yeah, that big you, time. Hey, cheers to you, brother. I had a lot of great people around me. Hell of a brotherhood, ready to go to war. Oh yeah. So. Great brother, days. We went to war quite a, quite a few days. times. We quite sure a few, did, brother. Quite a, few Saturday, quite a few Saturday nights, too, brother. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. All right, brother. So you actually did go to war. I did, brother. Three did times. Quite a few times. Quite a few which, times. Which I feel like is definitely something that is very essential for people to know about you because I feel like – when someone's done that, they've done something that a lot of people, 95, 98% of people haven't done. Maybe 95. Uh, I don't, my number might not be right. <laughs> but, brother. Oh, well, I was super young. How, how I went. Yeah, how are the emotions the first time you went? Oh, oh brother. It's, uh, it ranges. And I'll tell you, it was. It's some of the most terrifying, especially when you first go, brother. When you first just land in a foreign country, you don't know what to expect. And you're hearing, you know, you're hearing stories from the older guys, you know, and they, they like to fucking rouse you up and, you know, fuck you with were, you a little bit. You were how old? Brother, I was 19 when I first got there. So, 19. it's, uh, brother, 19, 19 strong fucking kid. In Iraq, correct? Yep. Yes, sir. Fucking 19, scrawny, fucking, you know, maybe 185, 190 pounds. But 
very fucking, very anxious to be there. Very fucking, you know, ready to go, ready to fucking, you know, ready to kill. And brother, that fucking, that mentality drops off the map the first time you land there, brother, because you are a fucking little fish in a big fucking pond that you don't know shit about shit, which you find out pretty fast. And it's not until, you know, a few months in where you feel, you know, saltier and fucking like you've earned your keep, but it's, it's fucking scary, brother. It was, it was scary the first time. It's fucking exciting. I don't have like how fucking people can understand this, but it's, it's a mix of that scary, exciting. Just imagine you go back before game. Is that what you're saying? Like for the second time or? I mean, yeah, yeah. When were you most like, oh shit, frightened? My most oh shit frightened moment. Or maybe not the moment, but which time? Or if you want to go into the moment, I'd I'd love to hear that story too. Brother, it was around 07, brother. And um, we... This is one of the, the one of the fewer times that I was just oh shit, you know this might be it. Um, we're fucking yeah. sitting there in a compound, just you know hold up, ready to fucking we're doing Overwatch, and we take contact and we start calling in fire, supporting fire from the base, trying to fucking you know rain in mortar rounds, rain in fucking artillery to fucking this location that's firing on us. And some fucking brain dead LT gets the gets the coordinates mixed up, and these rounds start dropping, boom, 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 and they're I mean they're fucking fifty fucking feet if anything from us, and you can feel the shock waves, you can feel the fucking vibration, you see the fucking dirt popping up, and I'll tell you, brother, I thought we were fucking done. I'm just sitting there fucking grabbing my buddy, holding on to him like we are fucked. And all of a sudden, as fast as it began, it's over. And it's it's those fucking little moments, man. 30 seconds, life and death. That's it. You know, it's not fucking, you know, you're not sitting there for five minutes or 10, 20 minutes. It's just quick, 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 quick. And that's, I mean, that's how fast things change out there, man. One minute you're, you know, talking to a guy. The next minute he has a fucking bullet in his head. And it's... It's fucking crazy. Like it's, there's no other word to, to fucking describe it besides fucking crazy. Yeah, um, fucking crazy probably doesn't even do it justice because it really fucking doesn't, brother. It really does not do it any kind of fucking justice because you have to fucking. I mean, you got to be out there, brother. You got to be, you know, just walking, doing you a patrol. Understand. People don't understand it, no matter what, unless you've been in that situation. Yeah, a hundred percent, brother. A hundred percent. You have to, you have to live it to be in that moment. You have to fucking experience. And I feel that way very strongly. That everyone should be, everyone should experience some sort of military service. I mean, just not right. just the scary parts, too, brother, but the honor, the the commitment to your country, the commitment to your brother, the commitment to a cause that it builds and instills in you, brother. I feel that is very, very important, and it lacks in a lot of people nowadays. You know, you should have some kind of some kind of honor, some kind of code that you live by. And the military is you know, as bad as it can be sometimes, it instills that in you, brother. It absolutely does. I mean, for me, the military system, while I was a cadet, was 
what taught me discipline, what gave me a code of conduct to try and live by and guide my life by and helped me start making, you know, big picture decisions, thinking about like, hey, factor in your brothers into almost into not almost every decision, but every decision. And you have to, brother. Yeah. It's a very very structured life that I think a lot of people would, you know, benefit from. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Brother, when you uh when you first went to um Iraq when you were nineteen what was what was going on like in America at that time? So, brother, this. You I mean, I know in a general, I know in a general sense, but I was still kind of, oh, I was yeah. still, I was still kind of young at that time. Uh, so, brother, like, I mean, you were, you were probably more tuned 50, in. That was about fifteen years ago, brother. So we're thinking. Um, so nine eleven is still, you know, still fresh in people's minds. That's still very. You know, it's still very much a thing, you know. I remember that very clearly that, you know, it's still very much a united, you know, we're still united against, you know, against terrorism. The the threat of terrorism is still very real in people's lives. That is not, you know, it's not a long time away. Like now people think of 9-11 and, you know, you remember we give honor to respect, but it's not fresh, fresh in our minds like it was back then. And, um you know, they were going for the surge. So that's still, that's still the war on terror. It's still very fresh. It's still very, um, you know, George W. Bush is still harping that we need to get over there and we need to, you know, defeat Saddam and do this and do that. It's still a very, very fresh concept of being a proud American and being over there and taking care of your country. And it's, was Saddam, it, it was, alive the first time you went over there yes yeah he was actually Saddam was captured by if I remember correctly this was fourth infantry division um they captured him right after we left I believe so and fourth ID shared a they were back in Fort Hood at that time Right now, I think they're in Colorado. I'm not, don't, that you could get me wrong on that. But back then, they were still in Fort Hood. And okay. It was, uh, it was, a, it was a big, that was a big moment, man. That was a big, big moment. Huge moment. And monumental. Huge. I remember the night it happened. It was, mm-hmm. it was a party. Yeah. Just, you remember, we've been waiting uh, to get that yeah. bastard for years. Yeah. Same when they caught Bin Laden, man. You remember that? Was, I do remember 2011? that. 2011. 2011. I mean, that was a huge, huge party. I mean, people were celebrating. and What was yeah, more of it was, like uh, a better capture from your perspective? I would say, I want to say Saddam because they caught him alive. You know what I mean? Like Bin Laden, you, you know, like they came in, the SEALs did their thing. And, I mean, hats off to those guys, man. Fucking heroes all of them but they did their yeah they did their thing um but you want you want to catch it alive you know i mean you want somebody to stay in trial and that's what happened you know they caught him alive saddam stood trial like that's that's what you want you know that's for me anyway that's that's what i want to see that's how you bring someone that's 
That's how, I mean, in a worldly sense, you bring someone to justice. Mm-hmm. And on the other token, man, you know, you go into you know Bin Laden's compound and you you lay down some American hate on him, and you know, amen to those guys. So it's intense. I love all the movies and all the recollection, like documentaries they've made from it. I've seen just oh, about bro, all such, of them. Such good films, such good films, brother. Such good. They never get perspectives old. Perspectives on. No, never. And such good perspectives, brother. Good, good perspectives on you know what went right, what went wrong, and again, you're not going to see that stuff when it actually happens. It takes years for it to get out, and. It's nice that you can like critique it and go from there. No doubt. What's your favorite war movie, PJ? Oh, brother. My favorite, favorite war movie is probably... Or if you got, if you got more than one, that's okay. Oh, brother, I fucking have tons of war movies that are my favorite. Uh, Saving Private Ryan is by far one of my favorite, favorite fucking war movies, brother. Saving Private Ryan is just... It's a gut wrencher. It's a, you know, just it's legendary. It is, brother. It is is very legendary. Tom Hanks is just hell of an actor. Yeah, he's hell, hell of an actor. Hell of a fucking hell of a story, brother. Hell of a fucking story. I mean, all of his brothers are killed in action. He's the last one. They got to go in there. They got to get him out. You know what I mean? They gotta. You got to preserve that family somehow. You got to preserve that bloodline, and they are in there to get this guy. And, you know, you have the side stories, you have, you know, Vin Diesel try, I mean, they fucking shoot him down right there, brother. And then his dude, in front of his brothers, the sniper's just picking people off, which in Iraq, we had, you know, we had a similar, we had a sniper that was just fucking everybody. I mean, this guy, he was good. He was good. You'd never see it coming. He would be fucking walking down the street and just done. Just a fucking... Bullet through the head. He was he was fucking good. He the snipers get paid the us. big the big bucks too, right? So in counter and so the snipers out there in Iraq, they had and this is what we heard is that they had bounties. Like if they bagged a lieutenant or they bagged a captain or bagged one of our medics, you know, they get paid more money. We always had to target. You know, what I mean, it was very. That's what that's what we were told. That's what I heard. I mean, uh, it makes sense as far as. As far as our snipers, man, our snipers are really good too. Our snipers were fucking well trained, well fucking, you know, well oiled machines. And it's kind of just who it, it, it's sometimes it's about luck, man. If you're at the right place at the right time, and unfortunately, if you're at the wrong place at the wrong time, you know, it's right. Sometimes it's just a fucking double edged sword. Mm-hmm. Brother, who's one of your comrades or, or, Someone maybe who was above you in the chain of command who was like had a big impact on your life or really inspired you. Uh, I'd say my buddy uh, Andrews, man. My buddy Andrews had a very, very big impact. If I mean, if I could recall anything, he, he was a, he was was a good his, medic. He was a fellow, um, fellow medic. Yeah, he was, a, he was a fellow medic. Yeah, he was a good, a good medic and a good human being, which I. And out there, man, it's hard to find that. Like out there, you, you sometimes you lose your humanity a little bit. You get a little bit savage. Oh, I can imagine. Um, yeah, 
And he, he always managed to keep his humanity. And I like that. He was a very good teacher. Um, he guided me. And I, I, I love that because I was, again, I was very young. And he wasn't, if you come to think about it now, he was, he could have been more than 24, 25 at the time. So to be that young and have that you know, a good head on his shoulders, uh, to be able to, you know, reel in my hot-headedness and, you know, point me in the right direction, still keep me in the big picture stuff. It was very, it was, it was very respectful. Hold on, brother. I might've lost connection with you for a second. All right. There we no, go. Brother, We're you're back. good. We're back. All right. We're golden. So his name was Andrews. That was his last name. Yeah. Sergeant, Sergeant Andrews, man. He was a shout out he, Sergeant Andrews. If you're listening. Oh, I'm sure you will. I'll fucking, I'm going to add the song when we're done, brother. We have a whole, I have old boys listening. Oh, hell yeah. Send it to the whole, send it to the whole battalion. Got to do it, brother. Got to do it. All teams, everybody tune in. Tune it, tune in. Tune it in. Tune in. Grab your tone, grab your tuna sandwich and tune on into the good time show. Yeah. Love it, brother. Love it. Brother. I got to say, you know, on the questionnaire that I send out to give me some talking points, mm-hmm. I always love to ask, what are your three favorite songs? And I will say, brother, you had... I, I told you, brother, it was, I had that Mr. Brightside. I don't know why, but it just seems like the best times we ever had, that song has always been playing. That uh, it just at the house, at the bars, at any place, every place we've had a good, good memory. That song has been there. Oh, I absolutely agree. The main song I'm... There's actually two songs that I'm intrigued by. First one, Hooked on a Feeling. I love Hooked on a Feeling. Brother. Second one, Godzilla. I like it. The new... I do. I do. I love M. Juice World had... It was was a good collab. I, uh, I listened to it today. I listened to it at work today. You know, just... It gets me going, gets me pumped. It gets Wait, me it's a song by Juice World. Yeah, it's Juice World and Eminem, brother. Oh shit! Yep, can't I can't fucking. Uh, I thought it was a Godzilla theme song, brother. No, <laughs> brother. I was about to say is, I uh, love that. I love it. Which I still I do. Will, I still do love it. Big big fan of Eminem. I'm intrigued and Juice now. World. I'm in. I'm intrigued now about this Godzilla theme song, brother. Where did you where did you see this at? I don't know if I've ever remembered brother, hearing the Godzilla be... theme song, but if I have heard it, I know that I love it because Godzilla is a hell of an animal and I love him to death. He's a good good guy, good fella. He is a good he's a good I mean, stops Mothra, stops fucking the other fucking you know, the yep. other beasts from coming to attack Japan. This is a fucking. This is a representative. He defends of the Earth. People. He really does. He's God fucking Zilla. God is in the name, so he's got to be good. He's he's got to be. You got no choice at that point. You really don't. Yeah, Zilla. Zilla. That means good in Japanese. So good God. He's obviously a good guy. No I shit. Zilla in Japanese means means uh, what does it 100- mean? Uh, it might mean good, 100%. I just made that up, but don't oh, okay. me on this. <laughs> hey, Godzilla, it means good guy. It means good guy. Perfect. Good good guy, good Godzilla. Godzilla. Good, good man. 
We don't we don't got any fact checkers on the show, BJ. They're actually banned. Oh, perfect. Brother, I fucking I love it. Love it. Fucking huge. I, I fired them all before the show. Perfect. But in fact, Zilla, Japanese equals good. Hey, fact check team. Good. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> fucking love it, brother. Oh, brother. Also, I swear a lot, brother. So I hope that doesn't I hope that doesn't bother the podcast. Brother, it doesn't bother it one bit. Perfect. Perfect. We uh we're explicit on Apple Podcasts, so Once as long as they know, brother. As long as you as long as we notified Apple Podcasts about this. That's fine. Oh yeah. Yeah, I know every episode I mean, even even if you say damn, it has to be labeled as explicit. I'm pretty sure. Or else you can get you can get hit. You can get you know, I don't wanna I don't care. If if something's explicit, if someone's being honest and speaking their mind, that matters to me way more than in the fashion it comes out. Which, well, fucking a, brother. I respect that. Then, yes. You know, I saw this other podcast, and the name of it was Two Bears One Cave." Not gonna lie, huh. I was pretty jealous. This sounds, uh, sounds like an interesting title. Two bears, one cave. What's two wolves? Two one, wolves, one den? One den? One den. Two wolves, one den. Huh. That's the equivalent. Huh. We might be onto something. I think we might be. Two wolves, one den. Featuring two Peters. This, this could work. Light bulbs. They're they're clicking. They're blinking. They're flashing. They're, they're on. They're they're on. Shooting electricity bolts left and right. I love like it. Like a goddamn pump Saturday night, brother. Like a goddamn pump Saturday night. Oh, brother. Good old Saturday nights. Brother, um, I miss him, bro. brother. I miss him as well, brother. New York City. Talking I New just York City. recently learned that you were born and raised for a oh, brother. decent chunk of your life. Yes, brother. I was in the Big Apple. Where are you from? The Bronx, Long Island, brother. It wasn't even the. It wasn't even the city, brother. I'm from the suburbs. I'm a suburban creature. I love so, Long Island ice uh, cubes. Just throwing that out there. Hey, brother. Hey, it's uh, something great came out of like, it. Yeah, something great did Plus come out of it. It's like the city. Yeah, perfect. It's like the city minus, you know, the city. It's uh, It wasn't a bad place to grow up, brother. Very, very nice upper middle class suburban lifestyle. You know, big house, big, you know, pool, the whole, the whole works, the whole shebang. Very, very nice fucking environment to grow up in. Cannot complain. Uh, the winters are fucking terrible. Uh, the people are terrible. But other than that, fucking wonderful. Sounds like we might need to have a Long Island reunion. Oh, show me around, brother. I could take you there, brother. You'd like it. You'd like it. You'd hate the weather. You'd probably hate the people. But I went to Manhattan last time. I went to New York. 
And how was it? I mean, it was good because I was seeing one of my best friends, Aaron Arvizu, and he's mm-hmm. a Culver guy. So no matter where we are, we always have a great time. And he already rest, sounds like a good guy, brother. The rest of my Culver buddies were there too, but it's too crowded. Like, I'm a big guy. I, I'm used to Texas where you can, you know, yeah, do, you, move, you can move your arms about. You can, you know, yeah, do a 180. If you need to, you can, yeah. Yeah. You can do whatever you want, brother, because there's space, there's land, there's freedom in Texas. There is just an unmistakable air of freedom in Texas that you don't get anywhere else. You're absolutely right. And, I mean, when I, when, I, when I was in the Big Apple, you know, there's a bunch of shit going on, which is – it's nice, but it's like – I just it's need too much space, it's, it's, you know? It's, it's too I wanna, much. It's too, how, does that, how did the Big Apple compare to your uh, California trip? Oh, Completely different. Completely different. Southern really? California is amazing. Is it? I, lo- I love it there. I love it there. It was it was really nice living there last summer. Brother, but, it just seemed from the pictures and the videos and your instance that you're just too much bigger than everybody else there, brother. That they just didn't have enough protein in their diets. They didn't eat enough. They well, just they definitely like maybe did. They got, it seems it, like you were a giant amongst you know peons and i i couldn't but help the feeling that you just it did you didn't belong brother you didn't belong there you know i would say that that was true i was a larger specimen comparative to the rest mm-hmm. of the population there but the food's good the beaches are nice Love that. southern Love california that. it's just it's got what you need, but things are just expensive. But there's a lot of there's a lot of places to go on an adventure, which I really love. And it was honestly a one of a one of a kind summer. Wasn't able to really? do I something like that this summer, but it was it was solid. I love to fucking hear that, brother. How did that big question is, brother, how did Rocky like it? Did Rocky enjoy you know, his summer Ro- vacation? Rocky, Rocky didn't actually come with me. Brother, Rocky didn't bring the dog, brother. It was tough. No, I, where I was living, I couldn't have him. See, that's no. – I, I couldn't can't I abide by that, brother. We FaceTimed. As long as Rocky got to know you were safe and okay. Yeah, we, we'd FaceTime on the beach. And it was a hell of a, hell of a time. Love good old, uh, with love brother good old Cody, Rockstar. With brother Cody, no doubt, brother. I love that. Yes. Cody, solid man. Big solid shout out man. to brother Cody. If Big you're listening, love you, brother. Lieutenant Eugene Asbury, if you're listening, hope you're doing good, <laughs> you big guy. Uh, oh, Lieutenant. Cannot get over that. Love it. Fucking about, love it. About to be, about to be about, captain? About to be captain. About to be captain. Hey, fucking man. Love that. Brother PJ, I know we uh, got the opportunity to speak about it a little bit prior to Mm -hmm. hopping on, but I know Mission 22 is an organization that you think is doing a lot of great things for vets out there, and I'd love for you to just touch on what they do, why they do it, how they do it, and 
how course, people can potentially donate or get involved or just help out in so, one way or another. So the statistics like, show that there's 22 veteran suicides a day, every day in the United States of America. And that's, you know, that's, that's too much. It's too much. You know, these 22 people, too much. 22 too much, brother. Um, you, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of aspects that coming back from the war uh, you don't talk about. And you talk about it with your other buddies when you've had a few beers, when you're, you know, comfortable and you're safe. Um, but for a lot of us there, you know, that's, that's not an option anymore. There's some, you know, you self-isolate, uh, still talking about it still is very um, taboo. You don't want to, you don't want to burden your friends, your family with um, some of the stuff you had to do over there that you just you can't talk about in civilized company anymore. And now Mission 22 reaches out to veterans that need that help, that need another vet, that need somebody before it gets too late. And I really respect the organization and I respect their mission uh, just, you know, to help a veteran, you know, just avoid that permanent solution to a temporary problem. And I know that's put out a lot. It's really Absolutely. cliche, but uh, take, I, I can tell you personally, man, the thought, those, those kind of thoughts, I've, I've experienced the same thing, man. I've experienced those thoughts. I've experienced the intrusive thoughts. And it's, it's something that yeah, I, brother, it does. Normal brother, civilians. It's, it's, un, it's very, 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 what's the word? It's isolating. Very isolating. Make you feel alone. Even you could be in a room full of people. You could be in a room full of family. You're still very isolated. You're the only person feeling it. And it comes and it goes at different times. There's no telling what triggers it. There's no telling, you know, what's gonna, you know, suddenly. These guys will reach out. These guys help. These guys try their damnedest to, you know, keep you from, you know, making on the straight and narrow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, from actually from just making a very, very big mistake. Your life matters, you know, no matter what happened over there, your life matters. And uh, I very, very much believe that this is a good organization to support, to donate to, to learn more about. Uh, even if you haven't served, if you know somebody who served, just to go out there and, you know, lend it's a the right hand, thing to do. Lend an ear. Exactly. It's the right thing to do. So, just going off that, I've been looking into Mission 22 and reading about them since mm. since you since you brought them to my attention, and I just I'm all for it. I love what they do. I'll just read everyone a little briefing from their website. When their tour is over, our mission begins. Mission 22 is dedicated to healing American veterans when they need it most. Right now, we offer treatment for post-traumatic stress and traumatic brain injury, substance abuse, and all issues that United States veterans are facing today. We couldn't do any of this without your support. Guys, and right on the website, they have a button where you can donate or you can connect with them. Guys, if you even can't donate, Give them a follow on Instagram, follow their Facebook page, you know, help them, help them spread their cause, help them spread their mission. Because I know there's something that's very, 
near and dear to PJ. And I know it's something that makes a difference. And if PJ tells me something makes a difference, I always back it 1000%. So go check it out, ladies and gents. Mission22.com. 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 We love it. All right, PJ. On a on a separate note, <laughs> let's get on a happier note, brother. Let's get to the legendary Ham Planet podcast. Would you rather's? They're always a good time, and I've always loved to hear what everyone's had to to say. Oh, brother, I'm pumped! I'm excited. All right, let's do it. Adding up all the statistics, so I've asked a minimum of three questions each episode. Okay, eighty four percent. Of all questions asked, I've agreed. So I don't know what you want to do with that statistic. I'm going to digest it in my mind's eye, and we're going to we're going to we're going to use it. Let's go. We're going to see what happens. All righty. Doctor PJ, would you rather be reincarnated as a fly? Or just cease to exist after you die. God damn it. This. You are it, absolutely it right. Easy. That dog can open doors. <laughs> For those of you who cannot see what's going on right now, our boy Rocco, Rocco, the two time champ, is just opening doors. Busting in doors like the FBI. Mm-hmm. Kicking indoors like I give FBI. a shit. Nope, and made his home on the bed. All right, let's go back to this question. Reincarnated as a fly needs to exist. I would. You know what? I'm gonna try fly life. Let's see how it happens. Let's just see where I can see with my you know multi multifaceted eyes. I'm gonna come back as a fly. I'm taking fly too. Because you know what, if you do, so everything outside of the question is up for interpretation. That's the rules. But who knows? If you do good, if you do good as a reincarnated fly, you could die and then maybe become a a horse, or maybe I might come. Maybe turn into a a frog. You know, step by step, brick by brick. If we're going by the Buddhist, you know theology here then i can reincarnate myself right back up to human being and then maybe surpass that i don't know what surpassing that is but who knows so yeah i'm working my way up as a fly bottom of the list and i'm working my way up i'll come back as a fucking pupper sometime i'm pretty good all right brother pj would you rather live in the wilderness hundreds of miles from civilization with no human contact the rest of your life or you live on the city streets as a homeless person brother put me in the woods all day long fuck everybody please don't come near me that's a no-brainer that is a no-brainer i'm figuring it out (laughs) i'm building a log cabin i'm gonna be just fine Question, side question, do I get a dog companion? Do I get to bring Shelby? Up for interpretation, brother. I'm interpreting Shelby comes with me. 
me and Shelby live in the wilderness hunting bears for bear pelts, obviously. Hunting trees and bear for their steak. logs. And bear steak, obviously. A lot of protein hunting, in those. Hunting fish with spears. No pussy strings. We spear fish. Only spears. And we're only spears. 100% spears every time. Big spear and guys. We're going to be big spear guy. Yeah. Huge, huge spear guy. And then we're uh, snowshoes. I don't know why, even if it's the middle of fucking, you know, summer we'll, snowshoes. We'll make them. Got to make them. Pardon the interruption, ladies and gentlemen. This is Podcast Commercial Break Peter checking on in here to provide you with some breaking news. I am sad to inform you that over 65% of our listeners on YouTube are unfortunately and devastatingly and horrifically making a terrible mistake. They are not subscribed to the channel. If you can do me a favor, smash that subscribe button. And if you do, comment in the section below. I love to see it. Because if you subscribe, you know I love to see it. Anyways, folks, hope you're enjoying the podcast. Hope you're having a great time. PJ, Peter, take it away, fellas. Dr. PJ, would you rather be famous for inventing a new deadly weapon or invent something that helps the world, but someone else gets all the credit for it? Oh, that's a toughie. That is a toughie. Let's, uh, as someone who's grown over the years, I'm going to be, I'll, I'll let the limelight go. If it helps millions of people, billions of people, all the people, I'll step away from the credit. That hurt to say, but I feel it's the right thing to do. It's the but right fuck, thing that to do. That hurt, that hurt to say. You wouldn't want to create the, uh... PJ Nuclear Laser 3000. Brother, the fucking the nuclear 3000 PJ Omatic. That would la- be I mean, a laser death, that death just at, shoots nuclear fucking death at your doorsteps in one click. I mean, it's just an app that just demolishes your enemies. Oh, it's fucking wonderful. No, can't do it. Can't do it, brother. I gotta build a better future for the kiddo. You got you got a good point, brother. All right, brother. Final question. And this might be one of the most intriguing, interesting questions ever asked on the Hand Planet podcast. Send it. Full send, brother. Full send. Dr. PJ, would you rather have someone secretly give you LSD on a random day? In time, once every six months. Does it have to be a secret? So I, so I guess it would. Okay, the, the question is improper grammar. <laughs> would you rather have someone secretly give you LSD on a random day, one time out of every six months? Mm-hmm. So, once, so once every six are... months span, or have everyone in the world all take LSD at the same time? Once every five years. Oh, brother. Once every five years. 
we should all take LSD together. Do you know the world's problems would be solved right there, brother? The understanding, the growth, you know, that they we're all going through the same thing at one time together. It's unity, brother. Unity. Keyword in unit. It has to happen. I don't know how we're going to yeah. do it, but that could actually That be makes part. me think of uh, Brave New World. <laughs> have you, do you know what I'm, do you know what I'm talking about? I, that book. I know the book. I know the book, brother. I know the book. They're all on that insane shit all the time. I think one time every five. But years. like their world is like the the future. So I mean, who knows? It's a brave new world. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right it is. A brave new world we are we are in. We got to stay brave. Oh, we got to stay brave. Well, brother PJ, I think we've had a fantastic, phenomenal time tonight. Amazing evening, brother. Always great. Great seeing your face, brother. Glad to see you. Glad to see you're happy, healthy, doing good, being a good dad. Uh, Thank you, brother. Holding down the fort. Hold on the fort as per friend. usual. Well, brother, better. we'll uh, close the curtains and we'll wish all the fine ladies and gentlemen who enjoyed a fine glass of scotch with us this evening. We'll tip the hat to them and we will say so long. But before we do say so long, would love to remind you that if you enjoyed this podcast or if you enjoyed maybe one story or hell, who knows, maybe you just enjoyed one minute, one joke, regardless, if you took value or something in this episode, made you chuckle, made you smile, made you feel good inside, do us a quick favor. Share this podcast with your friends, your mom, your dad, your Uncle Rick. Send it to anyone who needs some good vibes in their life. Send it to anyone who wants to absorb from some very valuable people who provide valuable perspective. At least in my opinion. So, we've been happy to have you. Always is a hell of a time. And uh, remember, ladies and gents, there's no such thing as overdosing on the good vibes. Take it easy and sweet dreams.